if you even think about Whitney Houston, Brandy just come out of look. I said Whitney Houston name out loud. Brandy might keep the door in. So just watch your back before you get splinters and shit from the wood. Cause Brandy might knock that motherfucker in. I mean, it ain't worse than Monica. Cause Monica be fake trying to act like Whitney was her best friend. We know Whitney wasn't fucking with you know, like that. Monica made like one post talking about how she missed uh Brandy. I mean, I'm sorry, how she missed Whitney Houston. And here Brandy goes. She got that one little video. <laughs> posting Brandy and Beyonce Barbie dolls and shit. She's Monica don't got a Barbie doll, do she? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. One of them got a body and one of them don't. Brandy has killed people. I think Brandy wins this. Fair enough. Speaking of Monica, I was listening to um, um, fucking Pandora. A couple of her songs kept coming on from that Making the Me album, and that was around the time that she got married to Shannon Brown. And because I remember he was in whatever well, one of the videos, and the whole damn album. Because I remember I had this album when I was younger. I had the album. The whole damn album is just about how. How, just how good Shannon Brown is to her and how great his love is just so he could be called not knowing how to fucking spell texting other women news and shit Hey man, first of all, Shannon, Shannon Brown a goofy he snitched on pal I, it's cause of Shannon Brown, Kobe don't got six rings and I never forgive I never forgive Monica or Shannon Brown Shannon Brown a goofy Monica a goofy <laughs> That's why Rocco left her. How many people in the NBA you think you think can really spell? How many people? Niggas just know how to. Know. NBA players don't come off as dumb to me. Football not, players come off as dumb to me. Uh, but not yeah, football play, football players are dumb. Yeah, you know why? Because they. And, uh, okay, that's see, Derrick Rose. But we knew Derrick Rose couldn't read before he got drafted. Like that's a special case. The other niggas though, like. If somebody wanna talk to me about LeBron James, I feel like LeBron James is a very No, no, football players are dumb because they repeatedly run into each other and hit each other's heads against yeah, each no other. And they that. make the least amount of money doing it. <laughs> no question. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to think of the sports league who, uh, who had damn yeah, they go Brandy Corsair right there with the fucking Brady. Yeah. <laughs> tell me Brandy ain't smashed. <laughs> right. And tell me Kobe ain't smashed. But the let me see, the sports league that I think has the men with the highest intellect. I gotta go with the NBA. I feel like NBA. Yeah, because you have to really, you have to be really intelligent to play basketball. Actually, you got to be smart as fuck to play football too. Football, most football players aren't dumb. They just dumb in the classroom. But like as far as thinking, you have to think. Like football is complicated as fuck. When you get in a serious level, a lot of these athletes are smart in their sport and they dumb outside. Yeah, like all they know basketball, like. Pick, roll, move, shoot. They be like, all right, so, so, uh, ask them something about their taxes or something. They don't know nothing's going on. <laughs> oh, man. Dumb, but, since you said something about taxes. Fucking musicians. Yeah. Rappers and singers and that shit. Now, them motherfuckers, they not very bright. Yeah. They not bright. That's because they give all their money to an accountant and be like, hey, take care of $40 million for me. And, and I trust you to do it right. And then they'll look after it. That's just being naive and too trusting. Or you could just be straight dumb like MC Hammer who had got like 36 mil and then went and bought a $30 million house. No. You can't afford that. Well, let me tell you something. No, no, can I tell you something? MC Hammer. <laughs> niggas forget MC Hammer and Michael Jackson was competing in record sales. You know, they used to be in each other's videos, dance battling and shit. Yeah. MC Hammer 
at the time of his hype, him and Michael Jackson. Imagine you are Michael Jackson's rival, and you getting that much money. He literally, but you rivals. They were more rivals in record sales than. No, no, no. We not saying it. No, no, no. But MC Hammer could dance though. He he could dance. He was up there with Michael. Dan- it's dancing wise, he could dance. I'm about to say. Nah, go. <laughs> Look, when we get done recording, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the video. Too. Okay. That nigga, he was in the fucking he was in Michael Jackson videos dancing too. MC Hammer had so much money, but the problem was that nigga was spending it taking care of everybody. He was taking care of too many people that he didn't need to be taken care of. That's how a lot of them uh, go out. You taking care of 20 different people, man. That nigga was taking care of. He took care of all his background dancers. He took care of their families, all that. Like, don't get me wrong. He, that's honorable. But now you ain't got shit to show for it. Not too smart though. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Oh shit. But nah, man. Um, this is episode fifty-seven of Rico's Playhouse. Um, I got a co-host in here again. Xoxox Manny. Oh, I got my homie in here. What's up? This is CJ from the low end. CJ from the low end. Uh, but no, nah, man, uh, make sure y'all use the hashtag Rico's Playhouse. Uh, before we start, well, before we get back into talking about random stuff, but uh, no, nah, um, shout out to everybody who came out to the uh, live show, the live podcast, the party for the one year anniversary. Um, shout out my homie Rico, uh, sponsored it with me, Hooligan Brand. Uh, shout out Iman, the uh, the breakout chef in Chicago. She had the good, the good ass jerk pasta with the cornbread. G, that shit was so good. G, <laughs> that shit was good as fuck. Like I watched her put slices of butter. She put unsalted butter, like slices of it, in the cornbread halfway through while it was baking. <laughs> Game changer, G. But nah. But yeah, thank everybody. I want to thank everybody who came out, man. Um, we're gonna be having another event in like a few weeks, so uh, look out for that. Um, but yeah, man, we sitting here talking about. Well, y'all heard us talking about the uh, the Monica and all that stuff, G. But no, G. Hammer got that. I'm telling you, G. Hammer, Hammer. Hey, he still got courtside seats to the Warriors, and that ain't changed. So them and them ain't cheap. I think they was free to him though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's all that is. Because yeah, because the Warriors owner, he love he loved he loved hip hop. But I think he said MC Hammer like his favorite rapper or something. I'm like, well, he should be telling people that. Hey man, <laughs> Pumps and a Bump, <laughs> a, a underrated song, man. But Najee, okay, we gotta talk about Chance and and one of my favorite production teams, the Justice League, man. Chance telling niggas pull up, sue me or pull up, <laughs> sue me or pull up. I'm like, damn. Cause they was talking, you were wrong. Like, I fuck with the Justice League, but Chance from Chicago, so I got, I got a ride. Yeah, like these niggas was like, this nigga said that was some real Chicago shit. Nigga said, sue me or pull up. Like, I don't know, man. And then clarified that he did pay for yeah. the song. Yeah. It's not directly to them, but to the person who actually made the beat. Like, they mad. Yeah. They mad. I ain't mad at Adam for being mad. They probably had a contract or something. But. Yeah, he said they had a contract, but that they said he trying to get they're they're being sued by that producer to get out of that contract. True. Who? Oh, the Justice League. 
Yeah, the Justice League being sued by whoever was. Oh, so they, they feel like Chance, like. That that money should have went to them because they are in contract with the producer who made the song. But that producer uh, is trying to suing them to get out of that contract because it's a bad contract. Uh, so basically, it's one that he signed a slave deal. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- Chance fighting against the slave deals, man. Yeah, but that ain't his fault. They was making it seem like Chance just like got some beats from them <laughs> niggas yeah, right. and they ain't never yeah. pay niggas. Like, nah, no, like. That wasn't it. Like, my niggas. That's how you want to look, though. Yeah, because I'm sitting there looking like. Gee, I'm sitting there looking like, wait a minute, what Justice League beats the chance get? Because I'm like, I know the Justice League. I ain't heard none of them elegant ass horns on none of chance songs. I'm like, oh nah, but now nah, that makes sense though. But yeah, man, that happened. Then fucking Aaron Carter. Uh, Aaron Carter out here aging like. Y'all can't make me believe that was a picture of Aaron Carter. What you th- who you think it was? <laughs> that was Kid Rock. <laughs> that was clearly kid rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting with the picture in my head like that damn. I'm sitting there like the Alonzo Morning gift, like, yeah, it, it kinda do look like Kid Rock G. Coked out skinny white boy. Man. What's crazy is that nigga like really talented though. Like he could play yes, he could play instruments. When he was a kid, he could play like instruments and I make him famous for a long yeah, time. But, he, but his parents his mom and his daddy was drug addicts and they fucked they shit up. Because they were saying like his brother, when his brother got on, his brother managers was like, no, you take care of your money. Like, don't let, get your parents. Because the first, like, the back, yeah, like they will take your money and that's what they did to Aaron Carter. He was like, but he, but he forgave his parents though. But he was like, yeah, my parents blew most of them. I was worth, at the time, like it says, I'm like, in the work in the range of like thirty to sixty million, how the fuck do you blow that? And then I turn eighteen and I ain't got shit. Would y'all be able to forgive your parents for that? Because no. my, my parents did a lot of shit for me. But you blow forty, fifty million dollars of my money, man. We gonna have to have a real long conversation with Jesus. Jesus. I swear. <laughs> yeah, like Boy. we. I ain't never. I love my daddy. I I love. I respect my daddy. I respect my mama. But if my mama or daddy blew 40, 50 million, if I make 40, 50 million at age 14 and I get and I get to 18 and it ain't at least 30, 35, matter of fact, I damn near just out of that 50, y'all could keep 10. Y'all, y'all got me. Y'all got me. If it weren't for y'all, I wouldn't be here. But if I wake up on my 18th birthday and my shit say, yeah, you got a couple hundred thousand, my nigga, we got to square up instantly. Instantly, y'all gotta get the fuck up out this house, cause really we gotta get the fuck up out this house, cause we can't afford it. Cause y'all just smoked up the damn money. I can't even. Besides it just being like excessive for you to blow that amount of money in that short time, I can't imagine my parents doing some shit like that to me. That's just a shitty thing to do. Like, yeah, like and then people would be like, then like, I was watching like, uh, cause I remember Aaron Carter, they had some like. Uh, reality show like that's like called like his and his family and they was talking about how like his brother like don't fuck with his parents at all like his brother like nah like y'all niggas because they, they stole some of his money too when he was young and, his, and what happened the manager of the Backstreet Boys was like nah take your money and give it to them put your shit in the trust like don't fuck with your you know, they blowing your shit like and the parents was like well I mean you guys lived a great life and we took care of you, and you wanted this, and you wanted that, and he you was like, and his, yeah, that's what, he, that's what he said. That's what Eric Carter said. He was like, he's like, you know, I worked for that. Like y'all wasn't, 
13, 14 in them damn rehearsals, 9, 10 hours a day as a kid. Right. Y'all got me to the gym, thanks. But I had to go in that bitch and do the work. Like, that shit was crazy, G. I'm just like, damn, like 30 to 60 million. You blow 40 million dollars in four years, man. He was the first. million a year. You got to think of. What the hell are you buying for 10 million dollars a year? Yeah. And you buy a house every year? Well, I'm poor, so my mind can't even comprehend that much money in the first place. <laughs> not even that. My mind can't comprehend me spending that much money and not on something that ain't bringing me just as much as that shit back. Like That's true. you didn't, I didn't wake up on my 18th birthday and you told me, hey, we put your money in here. We invested a little bit here. It's worth this much. If you want to sell it, you can keep it. Blah blah. blah. You ain't wake up and tell me that. You woke up and told me, hey. I know we've been kind of living a little lavish lately, but we might have to move back with Grandma. Hey, you made $40 million in 14, you can do it again, right? Because you got to think about it. He was like the first Justin Bieber. And this was back when they was actually selling records. You know, white people weren't getting shitty deals back then. White people was getting good deals. Like, my nigga, like, so, and nigga Aaron Carter had fucking Barbie dolls of him. Like, he had dolls and... He had he had lunch boxes like he, he was on kids get, and yeah all that like shit, man. the nigga beat Shaq bro he beat Shaq G and we can't never forget that G like he went from beating Shaq to just living in a shack I guess but <laughs> man R. I. Aaron Carter. man G like I'm sitting there like damn like G you really like your parents really fucked your shit up G. Nah, G, but then I gotta, we gotta talk about this nail shop thing, G. Oh my Whoa. God. Okay, so it's this video, right? Of this broke ass nigga. No, 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 wait. But let me explain. Oh, oh no, 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 I see no. it. I see no, it. I see no, it. No. I see what you're talking about. Man, I don't like to talk about this in his face. It's all I'm asking. That shit pissed me off. All I seen was a faithful black king. Shut up, Rico. Get the fuck out. His woman. Okay. At, women are trash, so I don't know why he was surprised because I, what what will your woman do? She'll she'll throw you under the bus. She'll she'll do some food shit, and it was just like, all right, this was her food shit. It just happened to be big food no. shit. So this beautiful black queen <laughs> is in the nail shop, minding her black ass business. She's just trying to get a polish change. Just all this is want to do. She just want to get a polish change. Can I tell you something? I I I've. I've Picked women up from the nail shop. Do you see my and nails? I dropped them off. Do you see my nails? I, I keep. I regularly get my nails done. She was just there to get a polish. No, no, no. Her, her hand. Because I know. Wait, wait. Her hand. Her hand was a little wet. Like she had just got a fresh set. Oh yeah, I know the game, bro. <laughs> no, she was in there for nothing. No, because he probably took her original polish off, especially if she had a no chip polish. So they have to use one of the machines to take it off. It's not just they use acetone to wipe it But off. I know it ain't $7. And they gonna buff it. You knew she was lying about the price in the first place. Because she yeah. was it like, it was, $2. it was $2. It was $2. Did she get to the sink? Anyway. It was only $7. It was only $7. Anyways, this beautiful black queen is just trying to mind her business and get her nails done in this Walmart nail shop, which is a whole other problem in itself. But they only got $17 in their account. I can't judge her. And here he come. If we got $17, if we got $20 okay, first in our account... And it got to last me, a week. Let me clarify something. We ain't got shit. Because he ain't got no fucking job. I'm spending my money in the nail shop. Go home. Whoa, we don't. Wait, wait, wait. So, so would, that, would that be true if it was reversed? If you lost your job and your nigga and y'all had $17 in your account. He was working. He went out and he bought a dub. 
And he went and smoked it by himself. He didn't even share it with you. He smoked it by himself. And you caught him. What you going to do? First of all, why are we, you saying if I lost my job? He, he's coming off like the type of nigga who ain't had no job. See, you, you, can't, you can't do that. No, no, no. Because we he's don't know what type of job he had. Because we don't know whether he had a job and then he was taking care of her. And then he lost that job and she had to go get a job. And now they was just living. They was fucked up for a little bit. He, he we don't know that. He y'all said, know, know, y'all right know now. what it is. That, that, the brother that was hurt. Woman. You, you going to kick him while But can down. I tell you something? Woman. My nigga, if I'm, if and my. broke nigga thing. Look, this is what I'm going to say. But still, $17. If I'm at the crib, I'm not gonna eat next week. if I'm at the crib getting eating noodles and you out getting no chip polish, oh, somebody getting that. I'm, I'm, we gonna box. Let me let you in on a little secret. I'm shooting up the nail shop. No, let me let you in on a little secret. Because they got, I, I picked up from the video, from the way they were talking stuff, they got, they got a, a kid. Her and the baby, they ate. Oh, they, they had Harold's or some shit that day. His ass gonna eat noodles. Because she, because you could tell, you could just tell in her voice when she started asking the man who was doing her nails, are y'all hiring? No, that was, that's job. what made it worse. <laughs> I would have had to because send a whole nail shop up. At that, at that moment, that be okay if she had just talked to you about <laughs> doing the exact opposite. It's like, how in the hell are you gonna tell me not to spend money and then come out and spend money? Because I make, I can spend whatever money I want to make. So, nigga, is, that, so is that cool though? If, if next week she lose her job, he get a good job. He like, excuse me, don't ask me how I spend my money. No, because as soon as go your noodles, go ask. Okay, because you know what will happen? Because if the next week she lose her job and I get a job and she pop up on me at the weed man house bad weed, I'm going to ask the weed man, do he got a job on the corner for her to sling these dubs? As it stands, she's the one with the job. She went to go get her nails done. That's her prerogative. Nigga, do you want your nails done? Go. You want to eat something other than noodles? Go get you a fucking job. And I can tell that shit had been sitting on her soul for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Right up she couldn't wait to she say She was like, say that shit. She was so throwing the job. So you know what's crazy? She's been out of work for two fucking months. Because you know, y'all. You can tell, you can tell he was hurt by that comment. He was like, man, you know I'm hurting right now. You know I'm trying to get back. No, no, no. Now. You know what's fucked up? That's she was sitting there when he walked in. You can tell, because you know women to go to the nail shop and y'all will be in there talking about everything. And you know y'all, the person who do y'all nails, after so long of them doing y'all nails, they, they part of y'all family. They like how we treat our yeah. barbers. The way she looked when she saw his face was like, ooh, shit, we was just talking about your broke ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we was just talking about your broke ass. And I'm sitting there like, damn, brother, don't do it, don't do it. But what got me the most was, I know, like, all jokes aside, seriously, do not bring your ass around embarrassing yourself and me like that because not only are you embarrassed you coming in here you got a phone you got a camera you trying you got a phone all in my face you finna post this shit to social media you embarrassing me in front of all these people the nail shop is in the middle of a fucking walmart so you know the motherfuckers yeah. at the register yeah. like what the fuck going everybody on everybody like, like damn so you embarrassing me you embarrassing yourself because now finna because you crazy you thought i was finna tell everybody you ain't got no fucking job <laughs> you really you thought i was gonna bring that up so now you're embarrassing yourself. And then you're embarrassing me twice because I was forced to bring up you not having a job and now everybody know I'm fucking But Now that makes you look bad. You so are now a girl. I look like a dumb guy. He's like, I got a girl taking care of me. I'm chilling at the crib. Wait, she funny and then she like, now nah, you embarrass me because everybody know I'm fucking a broke nigga. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody know that I got poor pussy management skills. Like, but sometimes, sometimes, hey, sacrifices need to be made and sometimes you just need to ask the motherfucker. Are y'all hiring? 
that's some serious broken nigga activity. But and you know what? When he started doing that, you know I'm hurt right now. That's the sound of a nigga who ain't had a job in a long time. And who yeah. He was, first of all, he was hurt. He was really hurt. <laughs> and you know what's fucked up? I felt his pain, but at the same time, I'm sitting there like, and you know I usually take any opportunity to bash women, but I'm like, gee, I'm sitting there like, my nigga, don't do it. Then he said, I'm hurting right now. You know I'm hurting. I mean, and I know he went like this, like, you know I'm hurting right now. We can all agree, it was some sucking shit to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was some real And then you put the shit. camera out on your girl. You should have I mean, did that without the camera. Why you follow her to Walmart <laughs> to, to do that? You could have waited home, but I, I know where you was at. Like, anything. Man, I just was sitting there looking like, Gee, like, damn. And then she was sitting there. She looked stressed out. She looked like she was stressed out by the whole situation. She, she like, she was just needed to be at the nail shop and clear her mind. It's not about the nails. It's just about just getting, getting away, away from, from that shit. Like, <laughs> and the way she looks, she just looks so stressed out. I'm like, I could tell you're really pretty, and but you're just time. stressed out. Okay. And the whole time I'm just thinking to myself, like, why you in here uh, oh. with this broke nigga speech? Where's my baby? Did you... Take my baby to your mama's house to come here and do this shit. Yep, that's exactly. That's exactly what happened. He said, "Hold the baby. I gotta go." Go get my baby. He hit her with the hold my baby, but he really said, "Hold my baby while I go get her mama." But now, as soon as she would have been like, "Are y'all? You need to get you. Need to be asking can you get a job? Are y'all hiring?" When she did that, I was like, "I was like, just go, just walk out, just leave." At that point, you gotta run away like red on Friday. You just gotta run away. You gotta go cry in the Kaji because I'm sitting there looking like. I'm like, yeah, because soon as she would have said. He's gonna cry on the CTA. Yep, I'd have cried on that Forest City bus all the way back home. <laughs> I'd have cried on a 79th Street bus all the way back home. That's the, that's the most depressing. I would see people crying on CTA, but like, man, that's real. He's gonna cry on the red line. Because I'm sitting there like, as soon as she would have been like, yeah, are y'all. Are y'all hiring? The camera would have cut off because I'd have had to steal off everybody in there. <laughs> everybody. I'd have sent that Walmart. I'd have just been going down the aisles, kicking kids, all type of shit, man. Man, y'all pray for that woman's pussy. Yeah, she, 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 yeah, she definitely. But you know, y'all love, y'all love broke nigga dick, though. Facts. Y'all do. Women do. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Niggas don't love unemployed pussy. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is the thing with broke nigga. He got so much time on his hands just to perfect his stroke. Yeah, they. Like, you know, they ain't doing shit else. My cousin told my cousin. He gotta be good at something, man. <laughs> he gotta be good at something. My cousin told her son. She said, "Nigga, you ain't got no job. You got a girlfriend, but you ain't got no job." And then his girlfriend, she, I guess she had overheard his girlfriend and him smashing. And she was like, she like, well, the nigga better be good at something. He better, at least he can do is give us some good dick because he ain't got no job. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it is the very, it's, it's, it's literally the least you can do. <laughs> I hate when a nigga just trash all around and then his dick is trash too. And it's just like, why are you here? What purpose do you serve? You ain't got no money. You're not that funny or that smart. Can yeah. you fuck? No. What are we doing here? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I've been unemployed at points in my at a point in my life. Well, all I really had to offer was dick, but I made sure that I gave the best dick to make of you forget course. about me not having money. Of course, and plus you, you actually you need to secure yeah. your place to stay. Yeah. But then when I got oh, but then when I get employed, I'm I'm back, I'm back to giving you the mediocre. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> yep. I'm back to giving you the. I worked eight hours today. You wildin'. I ain't getting back to giving you that dick. I'm back to giving you the 12-hour shift dick. 
funny. Broke niggas have to perfect their stroke because they know they could be rendered homeless at any moment. So they see, I never put myself sure in that position. They make it, they, yep. they just making sure they got you in a position to where they fucking you good enough to where you just fall asleep after and they just casually fall asleep next to you. It's actually genius because they don't have nowhere yeah. to go that night. Yep. Because I ain't gonna lie. I, I know niggas that indict their way into women's cars. I, I, I've done this a couple... I did this once in my life in college. Because I really needed the car. I need, need to use the car. But I'm like, alright. Probably gonna have to lay some pipe down. I don't really want to. <laughs> I was in a transitional phase out of a relationship. But I really needed to go to the city and get my hair cut. So I could, so I could be fresh for the party for new bitches. So I had to do what I had to do. And I got out the jam, man. And you know... God, God bless me. That's all I can say. God bless me, and I went, and I laid the rod down, and I got, I got the cop, and, and got me some new hoes, and, and leveled up. <laughs> the Bible said, "My rod and my staff." Hey. <laughs> no, check. We got to talk about my nigga. My nigga Orenthal got parole, stuck into the white man. I'm so happy. The late, no, the best part of his parole hearing was when the dude, OJ was telling the story about the property and stuff, and he was saying, like, I ain't coming there to get no football shit. They had, like, pictures of me and my kids, like, pictures with me and, like, my real friends that were celebrities. That's pictures that I, you know, like, personal items. Right. And then the dude was like, he like, and then OJ was like, and like I said before, when I was at trial, you know, I told the judge, I didn't steal nothing. Everything in there was mine. It was stolen from me out of my house when I moved. And then he was like, uh, he was like, yeah. And then the judge, eventually, like while he was fighting the trial, the judge granted him possession of his stuff because they found out it was stolen. This man said, the, the, the parole dude was like, oh, so those items were yours. Gee, OJ Domino went from cool, calm, collecting. He was like, I just said, yeah, they just gave me my, nigga, yes, that was my shit. Like, I was like, man, he was in there talking to them, like I told y'all earlier, he was in there talking to them like a middle-aged white woman. He was talking like he knew he was getting out. Yeah. Nigga, I did nine years for a crime y'all know I didn't commit. And then the nigga who, the nigga who said, who they say I robbed, he's in court today to tell you, my nigga, he didn't rob me. I literally came there. Literally got the other dude to bring this stuff back. And they was looking at it like, fuck, if we don't get this nigga parole, yeah, it'll be an uproar. No, wouldn't it? Wouldn't nobody care? Wouldn't nobody care. OJ's still in jail. Yeah. Uh, OJ Simpson, I don't really give a fuck about OJ Simpson. It's like, he not already got off of murder. Like, it's yeah. like, I want to feel bad, but then it's like, mm, you I'll, got away with murder. Like, you, you wanted life. Like, at this point, is that way in life? Getting away with murder? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, yes. no, no, no. Yes. Let me tell you what the you real... You stab a white woman and now, live to tell about that, it? Now, that, yes. is, that is an achievement most of us cannot <laughs> say. <laughs> to kill two white people, not one white person. One white person bad enough, but you killed two white people Man. and, and lived and got away. And then they was talking about... And wrote a book about it. If I did, if, if I, I did, did the murder, if I did, it was that like was the most it was like the white people was his dog, and the dog shitted in the house, and he rubbed their face in it when he wrote the book. And I was like, they, they, I'm like, if they would have let that book come out, oh my god, just the fact that OJ, like, and, and I'm sitting there like, 
OJ, we already know why you went to jail for robbery and all that, because white people was giving you back for killing two white people. We knew this wasn't about that, but they was like, you know what, we didn't let this nigga. The only reason they let him out was because he was in jail. He was literally the perfect prisoner. But he played the game. Yeah, he wasn't stupid. He knew what to do. Yeah, I'm not going to go in jail and tee up and act a fool. Nigga, I'm OJ. White people still, it's crazy like how the mystique around OJ is still like there. Because I'm sitting there watching this shit for an hour and a half like, this nigga OJ really finna get out of jail, G. Speaking of OJ Simpson, if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube and watch. It's a video on there of when they um, announced the verdict in the in that mur- in, in his murder case, mm-hmm. and it's a YouTube video, and it's gonna show the reactions of a whole bunch of people around America watching the verdict. Oh yeah, that bitch come back not guilty. The way white people reacted. Versus the way black people react. Oh, everybody already, yeah. Because what was that, 96? That so fucking yeah. funny to me. Was that the same year? No, it was 94. Black people, at that point, black people just wanted yeah. something, man. We had to get a win over the white man. And we took Even the brand we could find. somebody we know murdered somebody. Like, somebody not yeah, only did we that. know murdered somebody, but somebody that also didn't fuck with man, us. Man, when I was a kid. Somebody yeah. that also didn't like, fuck with We were just like, we going to take it wherever we can. Shut up, OJ, and get over there. Yeah, like when they did the little 30 for 30 on OJ, the one of the, the, the lawyers in Johnny Cochran's staff, he said, yeah, as soon as I found out we had OJ, and I found out the, the sheriff's department was coming to his house, and they was... You know, collecting DNA and doing all that, and it was allowed to go to his house. He's like, yeah, I went to OJ's house. We took all them damn white people pictures down, and we put up pictures of OJ. Oh, he said, oh, no, we was putting up the blackest pictures. We putting up Malcolm X, Martin yeah. Luther King. And they was like, he said the prosecutor walked in the house and was like, looked at him and was like, really? And she was like, they clearly changed the pictures. He was like, is my client not a black man with a black family? <laughs> and he was like, they couldn't do shit. I was like, gee, these niggas is scandalous. And that's when I knew lawyers was re- the real crooks. I seen something online today that said niggas wasn't, hoping, niggas wasn't rooting for OJ, they was rooting for Johnny Cochran. Yep. Yeah. I was like, that's real. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I remember, like, my dad, I remember asking my dad about, like, when that OJ verdict came back, and my mom and everybody, they was all like, oh, no. Around the world, white people was pissed. Like, my aunt was telling me, like, where she worked at, she had, like, a job in corporate America. She was like, oh, no. She said, she said I was in the office and white people were heated. She said half the white people at the office left and went home. She said they didn't even come to work the next day. She said a few of them didn't come to work the next day. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I love when white people get flustered because the laws you... I love when black people use the laws that white people created to, to get out, to get do Man, us dirty. Like and, we, and we use it against them. A prime example that this man in Texas... So, you know, like, Texas law state, like, say your house foreclosed and you can't pay it. Somebody can go after the house is empty for, like, a year. We could literally go in that house, open the doors. You can go downtown, file some paperwork at the city in Texas at your, you know, district or whatever. File some paperwork. And that house technically becomes ours. Yeah. For All we have to do is sit in that house for six months. If they can't sell it in six months, legally it's my house now. By right. law. White folks got laws. Like, it's so many laws that's crazy white people be making to get over on black people. And, and then when black people do it to get over on them, it's amazing. I'm like, this, and it's a black man who did it, and it's a white neighborhood. It's a nice-ass crib. And he was like, yep. And I've been here for about 
five, six months. He's like, I think I got another six months to go. And yep, that's what I'm going to do. And it was like, so you're hoping that it doesn't sell? He's like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's a big ass house. I'm like, oh my God. Like, probably doing ignorant shit outside the house so it don't sell. And the neighbor, they interviewed the neighbors, the white lady, like, no, I'm upset. I called the police. They asked them to remove him, but they said they couldn't because legally he ha- he has ownership of the house, temporary ownership of the house. She was like, I just want him to buy that. I don't care if he lives here in this neighborhood. Just buy the house like we did. And we're like, aka nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like this shit was crazy, G. Then you know everybody's problematic fave, R. Kelly. Not my look. I, R. Kelly ain't never been R. Kelly is used to genius, but we all knew he was a piece of shit a long time ago. That yeah. ain't nothing new. The nigga, the Boondocks told us how good R. Kelly was. R. Kelly was so good that nigga, he all basically he said, "All nigga, I do is sing and play his music, and we gonna forget about all this shit." Yep. You know what's funny? Apparently, they say R. Kelly's ticket sales have not dropped at all. They said they, they went up. They went up. <laughs> like, but I told somebody R. Kelly's out here winning. Yeah, I, I, I tweeted, I said, my nigga, y'all a damn fool if y'all thought all our aunties and mamas and cousins was going to stop throwing our, they panties at R. Kelly. This is the they thing. They he was fucked up. This is the thing with R. Kelly. Millennials will call R. Kelly out on his bullshit. We'll stop like listening to his music. We won't buy no albums. We won't go to no tours and no shit like that. We wouldn't really want to doing it for him anyway, though. Yeah, his... But it's like... Of course, like, motherfuckers' mamas and aunties and daddies and uncles and shit. Of course, ticket sales went up and, oh, I'm probably on tour. Oh, they want to go on tour. They don't give a fuck about a, a cult or a rape or none of that shit. But it's like when all that other shit came out, when they, he was literally on video raping a child, they didn't give a fuck about that either. That's because that wasn't him. So, uh, the, what? <laughs> I would put you out your own house. <laughs> but no, that, that shit was crazy because then... Then Shorty came out with the video. I heard it's the second video of Shorty. But the yeah. first video, the this second video, she outside and somebody put on a YouTube comments. <laughs> they was like, it was like, oh, look at R. Kelly finally had look at them. They trying to let make us look like R. Kelly. Making we free. look make it look like she got some actual freedom. We know R. Kelly let you out for recess. Something crazy like that. I'm like, but then on the first video, Shorty sent that she trembling and talking like real funny. Like, I'm like, yo voice like you sound scared as hell. Like you sound like somebody standing there telling you, like, bitch, you better say what you need to say. Probably and then, cards. and then at the end of the video, she they was like, so are you in Georgia right now? And then she was like, she looked up and you could see somebody going like this. You see a shadow on her dress because the light. You see the shadow and somebody going like this, shaking their head, going like this. And they like, oh, uh, where are you? And then she was like, you know what? That's it. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh no! When they asked her if she was free to leave, she like, said she was free to move around, and she said she didn't want to comment on that. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. See, that's a yes or no question. Either you are or you're not. Yeah. And if you you're talking about you're not in the type of cult, nothing like that, just say yeah. Of course, I'm free to move around. But the fact that you can't even say that much is suspicious as hell. Yeah, because that's some cult shit. We don't even want you to think you even got that option to move around. Uh-uh. If, look, if my cousins came out of, I don't care if there was no video. They didn't even have to name a girl or nothing. Nobody, somebody, a random person could just tweet it out of nowhere. Hey, R. Kelly got a cult video, young 20-somethings at his crib. Like, they came there under the impression that they was going to record some music. Next thing they know, they look up and they basically sex slaves. 
I'm gonna believe it. I don't need nothing else. I don't need names. I don't need locations. I don't need address. I don't need nothing. I'm gonna instantly believe it because what they say, whatever they said, R. Kelly did. He did that shit. Yeah, R. Kelly don't got the benefit of the doubt with me no, no more. more. No more. R. Kelly ain't had, R. Kelly has not had the benefit of the doubt from me since I've been old enough to understand what the fuck was going what on. What the fuck was going on. Because when that shit came out, you know, with the 14-year-old girl, you know, I was a kid. So that's not really something I could wrap my mind around. But then as I got older, and then especially like when I got to high school, and then um, like my auntie went to Kenwood, and she is, he. The nigga was like after her prom, he's just out there inviting yeah. girls back to his crib after for a quote unquote prom after party. Nigga, go what the fuck? Like take your ass off. So what are you doing? Like Man. and when you start hearing stuff like like personal stories from people that you know, they like, oh yeah, R. Kelly be doing this. He be at the parks. He be at the high schools. He be picking up this. Oh, he used to talk to my cousin. He used to talk to my friend. She was sixteen. She was seventeen. Yeah, the, the like, crazy. Yeah, uh, like I know people that like. Used to party like at his crib. Like I know people that got like old oh, of age. Like, but they was like around his age at the time, mm-hmm. and they was like, they like, yeah. And this was like ten years ago, and they was like, yeah, G, motherfucking. Uh, it was like, yeah, R. Kelly house be like, it'd be like hella young bitches in R. Kelly house, like hella young girls in R. Kelly house, and it'd be like, like you have parties, and the party would just be full of like young girls, and you'd be like. Like if the police walked in, y'all are all going to jail because of these kids in here. First of all, they ain't old enough to be drinking. Low key, he threw a couple parties at his spot over um, by my crib in Olympia Fields. Yeah. And a couple of people that work at the movie theater with me, a couple of females went to his party, and they was all lying. I, I was like, damn, y'all got into that party? That shit looked cracking as hell. And they was like, yeah, yeah oh, that shit was great. And the thing that the thing that I think the thing that irks me the most, it's not even about like mamas and aunties and stuff. It's like Chicagoans specifically because we know him in a way that other people don't know him because we, we live in this city with him. So we got personal stories of him and y'all still rocking with him. You know it's crazy. I feel like off. niggas, I feel like R. Kelly, R. Kelly tweets because it was like, it, you married Aaliyah when she was 16. She was 15. 15. 15. Pardon me. She was 15. That's when I knew he was old. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, like, really then, homie. Yeah. And then I was like, but then niggas let that go. Niggas, niggas bypassed. Niggas was like, you know what? All That's right. a rumor. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, and it was married. So it was like, all right, maybe, maybe somewhere your parents agree with this. Yeah, because I know, I know in the United States, if you, if you younger, and you want to get married to somebody older, your parents can legally sign off on it and you can get married, which is weird and creepy. But that's that's that that's that white people being pedophiles type shit. Like, because I know people in the South, cause it, and like I told somebody, like, gee, the nigga, niggas bypassed the Leah shit, then, then the, the, the video shit came out. Niggas bypassed that shit. My nigga, all you had to do was just stay under the radar. It's the same thing with OJ, my nigga. After you get away with double murder, my nigga, I'm not even living in America no more. I'm not even living where white people hate black people no more. I'm going somewhere where everybody look like me and I'm chilling. That was my thing about OJ. Why wouldn't you go to a place where somebody didn't know that you was a double murder? Like, everybody in America know, oh shit, watch out for OJ. He killed me. <laughs> why, why not go to a place where nobody knew that? R. Kelly's hardest job was just to keep touring and making money. No, R. Kelly's hardest job was to stop trying to have sex with teenagers. He did. Yeah. You know, they're like, they're he's, like upper teens, lower. <laughs> you know, that's what I told. He, he just learned I, how to navigate and kind of, the law off his ass. I'm kind of proud of R. Kelly. He's moved 
on for teenagers. The man has finally he grown up. Move on okay. No, he but didn't. At least these women are no, legal now. No, no. I'm happy this man is doing better. They're only legal because he's had legal trouble in the Listen, past. So however, he has to learn how to navigate this. However, he to the conclusion, I am happy. He has to learn how to navigate this in a way that won't see him locked up. So he's still gonna get somebody that's young enough to fulfill whatever that sick ass perversion he has for for teenage girls, but old enough to the police that can't kick his door in about it. And that's what he's doing. Like I told somebody the other day, like it's still states where like the um, legal age to consent is like 16. It states where it's 17. That shit need to be 18 across the board. And then my homie was like, gee, I mean, but you got to look at it like, I ain't going to let nobody pee on. I'm like, gee, you tweaking. I said, my nigga, if Mary, I said, my nigga, what's a girl or not? If Foxy Brown would have came to me at 16, 15, nigga, I'm gone. I would have went just because that's Foxy Brown. I don't know no better. You just. I'm a kid. Uh, yeah, like, I don't care. You t- nigga told me I mean, you, they, they, at 16, G, you can't be. I'm like, G, at 16, bro. Everything I thought I knew at 16, as I got older, I realized I didn't know a goddamn thing. Well, you can't base it upon, like, consent upon how much yeah, somebody knows. No. Because by, by 25, a lot of niggas feel stupid. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's, you gotta set a number just across the board. And honestly, it's like you said, 18, when you get up out your parents' crib, you yeah, get thrown, yeah. you get drafted, shit. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like my nigga, like, the fact that people was on Twitter, like, no, that girl should have known better, blah, blah, Leah should have known better. I'm like, gee, it's a nigga with money and power, and you, you're you not, you clearly don't come from money or power. Every and girl. I talked about that and too, clear, about how he specifically preyed on girls who came from really poor families. Yeah, you going in the hood. Like you going in the hood, because you, you got to think about it. The prettiest black women is in the hood. Mo- no, <laughs> they they got most okay. Hidden gems. gems. The hood got I, hidden I, gems. I, of course, a lot. But of you can find a you can find a pretty a really pretty woman. Like I like I always used to joke and say when I get rich, if I ever got rich and I was like single or whatever, I would literally just get because I, I love hood rats. I would literally take hood rats to fancy restaurants that I know they ain't never been. They don't know what the salad fork is, none of that, and we'll watch them. And we would just sit there, and I would be like, wow, this is crazy. Like, you ain't never, like, as Joe, as Drake said, she used to soda and nuggets. She really just out here thugging. She, like, they don't know no better, G. So a nigga come with money, a nigga pull up in a phantom. You ain't never, all you see is that shit on music videos. A nigga probably bang as much weed as you want, drink, you and your friend. Nigga, a phantom at 16, seeing a phantom and a nigga pull up. You gonna go. You a go. If if a woman pulled up, an older woman pulled up with me at Phantom at 16, nigga, I'm at school the next day like, nigga, my bitch got a Phantom. I got an older <laughs> bitch and she got a Phantom. Y'all niggas need to step it up. Like, I'm bragged. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's sick though. Like, you taking advantage of somebody who don't know no better. And what's fucked up is you know they don't know no better. But his ass retarded because he can barely read. So we shouldn't even expect nothing more from him because he already a kid. He been a kid his whole life because he still can't read. R. Kelly fifty. And he ain't never grow up though. Yeah. R. Kelly is fifty. And he ain't never grow up. R. Kelly is fifty. Can I tell you something? I don't. I don't. I. I got cousins I don't care that's forty five. Y'all think he is? No, nah, but he, he know no grown ass, ass man. man. Yeah, he know better. Yeah. Period. He is an adult. He's yeah, sick. Of he needs some fucking help. And he also needs to be in somebody's jail cell. 
Yeah. That being said, I'm gonna leave y'all with this. <laughs> if you can legally buy liquor, you don't need to be talking to nobody with teen on the end of their age. Yeah, like niggas was telling me like, yeah, but I, I mean, I had a 19. I said, gee, I'm 26. I'm about to be 27 in September. There is nothing that me and anybody that's younger than 20. And like, you could be 23, but you better be turning 24. Like, that's, that's, that's about it. It's nothing me and a 19-year-old, me and a 21-year-old don't have shit in common right now. So I can only imagine R. Kelly being 50 and a fucking 22-year-old. What the fuck are y'all talking about? You talk about AARP. She talking about going to Adriana's. What the fuck is y'all discussing? R. Kelly probably going to Adriana's too. This is true. This is true. Because I'm sitting there like, gee, it's nothing. Yeah, like, it's nothing that we can have in common. Like, it, it ain't shit we can have in common at that, at, at that age gap. Like, cause your whole mindset is different. You didn't, my nigga, you 50, you didn't live life. Like, you didn't experience life in a whole different way. Like, like if you don't want to do shit else but sit in the living room and watch TV for the rest of your day, you can do that. You've done all there is to do. Yeah, at 50, you're retired. At 22, you're just starting your life. There's nothing y'all can have in common. But, but yeah, man, R. Kelly needs some help. If y'all, y'all need to talk to Robert and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm staying too close. You probably cast him. Oh, my God. Then Usher out here got herpes. <laughs> Usher allegedly got herpes. Well, I don't know why this shit is so funny to me. It's funny because they keep putting that video of him uh, talking on the phone. Oh, in the confession video? That shit's hilarious. It was like, yeah, Usher doctor called Come on, man. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on everything. <laughs> But I can't, but the fact that, but that shit is crazy, like, Usher got herpes, like, damn, G, how you get herpes, bro? Like, Usher, you out here, I know how you got it, but. Fucking around, but then you just out here just giving it to rank, just handing out herpes to people, like, you cold. Yeah. Like, you real cold for that shit. You, like, you crazy, like. Ruining lives. Yeah, like, a motherfucker give me herpes, you damn near gotta die. And even though I know I can live with it, people are like, well, you know, you can live with it, but you get that, you get that, uh, that million. A million? That is not worth it. Then some lady, some new lady coming out suing him for ten million. Still, I I'm like, damn. No, it still ain't worth it. I feel like there's just something. Okay, I get it. On the one hand, okay, it's the stigma surrounding STDs, specifically shit that you can't get rid of, like herpes and HIV. So, yeah, that's not an easy conversation to have because you're going to get such extreme reactions from people if you tell them that you have something like that. And you're probably going to get rejected damn near every time. I have a coworker who told me in confidence that uh, she has something. I don't know why she told me that. She overestimated the closeness of our friendship. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but she always got a story and a lot of times her feelings get really hurt because she discloses to everybody and um, 90% of the time they reject it from there. They're like, okay, well, no, I'm not feeling it. So I understand that it's a difficult conversation to have because of the stigma. Okay, we need to get rid of the stigmas and shit like that because STDs are extremely common. But at the same time, God, I ain't stigmas never aside, please tell people if you are burning. Yeah. Like, like, in the most basic sense, 
that's just some fucked up shit to do. Don't have sex with me. You I feel like if you, I feel like if you burn it, especially without a condom too. Yeah. It's like without, a, especially without a condom, and then especially first of all, especially herpes because condoms don't stop herpes because of where they're located on the bottom. So a condom is not going to protect you from herpes if they're having an outbreak. Which if she contracted it from him, he was having an outbreak. Either just getting overrun, currently had one, or was just about to get one. Because that's the only way. If you're not having an outbreak, you can't really pass it. So if he passed it. Right, because I know, I heard like some people, like it just, some people never have outbreaks and it just lie dormant in their body. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but still, like my nigga. You out here wrong. First of all, when you I, I don't understand how niggas with so much money be out here wrong all these women. Like Fanny Walk keep a baby mama every he keep a baby mama on retainer, I'm sure. <laughs> Cause these are still just that niggas, man. Niggas with money. money, yep. Cause you know what they say, money make money only amplify who you really are. You know? <laughs> like, damn, Usher. The funny thing was, they said uh, old girl was a bridesmaid for his wife. Oh, yeah. And that's when I was like, that damn. Was I was just like, damn, okay, well, that's kind of karma on your part. I'm like, that's karma on your part. How you fuck your best friend? No, that was her maid of honor. It's yeah. her best friend. Yeah. Like, how you fuck your best friend and husband? Best friend's ex-husband? Yeah. No, but they said they it was messing around while they was married. This is one of the reasons why he got divorced. That's why she. That's why his ex-wife. Well, he divorced her, but that's one of the reasons they got divorced because she found out he was messing with her best friend. I'm like, damn. Because like I was like, damn, but I feel bad now. I feel even worse for Usher. If, if my best friend fucks my husband or my boyfriend or something like that, I really have to just sit back and do some self-reflection and think of what did I do to her. <laughs> To piss her off that bad, but you so need that, to thank your that's man. Not, that's not, I mean, I get. I mean, if you're, I guess, if your nigga is famous, is different. Like, motherfuckers just gonna be trying to fuck him. But I'm talking about just some, just a regular, that ain't regular about ass you, nigga. Like, if your best friend fuck your man, that's because something up with her. She goes, no. If my, if my best her. friend, my best friend, I'm, then I'm thinking, I got my best friend. Look, Tiff, I love you, but if you fuck my man, we have problems. But I'm just trying to think, like, if. If my best friend fucks my boyfriend, I'm taking that personal. I'm taking that as a personal attack on me. Like, I did something to her. Yeah. That's, Cause women, that's not... That's women not only, get, women only get vindictive like that. If they, but you know, if they feel like you wronged them in some type... Because women, women... I tell you all the time. Women cut the deepest shit. Because y'all... 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 Like, niggas that say some shit... Cause it sound funny. We'll talk about a nigga not having no money. We'll be we'll flame a nigga. But y'all will say shit that's true. Yeah. Women say shit that's true. Like, ah, oh, okay, that's why you've been living with your mama for six years or, and you're thirty. Or you be like, ooh, that's shit. Or like old girl in the video, but like, you need to ask somebody job. Are you right. Cause he was hurt after that shit. Like, damn. He's like, I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, yeah, that's like, but really, she should have thanked. She really, Usher's ex-wife should have thanked Usher for exposing her friend for, for not being her true friend. Yeah. Cause hey, you, your friend fucked me. She came on to me. Well, you gotta expose. You gotta expose the friend. You should. If your best friend fuck, if your man fuck your best friend, you need you need to take your man to dinner. Who thank you. Who would you be more mad at? If your best friend fucks your man. If my best friend fucked my man, I would be more mad at I don't know. 
All women, all women, y'all, don't none of y'all, all y'all hate short niggas, but somehow short niggas keep getting bitches pregnant. <laughs> I'm not getting the correlation. Just like y'all, all, all y'all boyfriends so rich, but y'all baby daddy's broke. This not adding up. This is not adding up. Okay, look, I've talked to my fair share of short niggas. And I mean, like, I'm only 5'3". I've talked to niggas that I'm just like straight out of eye with. I definitely have. I de- it, it's, it's not love. I wasn't in love with none of them niggas. But, um, so I have. I've went through my dark patches in life, as most people do. But I come out on the other end stronger and a better person. And now I'm, I'm over it if you're not at least six feet. How? You're 5'3", and the nerve of you to tell somebody they gotta be six feet. Because I need to feel like if some shit go down, you got me. Can I tell you something? I have a lot of tall friends. And I have a lot of short friends. Yep. And you know who's came through in the clutch when, when shit got real and brawls broke out? All of my short hey, homies talk, coming through. The short niggas, niggas the ones that's in the gym. Yeah, the right. Tall niggas, they just tall and lanky. Short niggas, they just And y'all know, hold on, and y'all know y'all love, y'all And y'all know y'all love, and y'all know y'all love short niggas when they be flexing their muscle when the tall nigga try to get on that and do all that. Y'all love that shit. In all seriousness, no, uh, seriousness, uh, Short niggas are emotionally unstable. <laughs> and like in my personal experience, comparing men that I talked to that were five nine and up versus five eight and down, that five eight and down team, they a little mm, But see, okay, I get not all there. Because to me, women who shorter than five five, y'all always demand entirely way too much. <laughs> No, but y'all do. Y'all be y'all treat niggas. Y'all be treating niggas because y'all know niggas love short women. Y'all know short women gonna get niggas regardless. It's harder for a tall woman to get a nigga than it is for a short woman. Because niggas be intimidated by women that are are their height or tall. Tall, yeah. Or even close to their height. Some niggas are intimidated. I date a tall girl. I have no problem with that. Tall women are attractive to me. All you as long as you pretty, we we good to go. You can't be that much taller. I don't, don't want to look crazy going places with you. You a foot taller than me. I'm already six foot. Shit, I don't want to look crazy going places with you. Can't, you can't, 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 yeah. That's weird. But you like Lil Uzi. You you love shorty. You love short. You all, like Lil Uzi and Sway Lee. You love short niggas who look like they don't take showers. You love these short niggas who don't bathe. And let's talk about this. Why? Why? Why, Minnie? All I said, look, this is as far as Sway Lee and Uzi goes. They have nice faces. Like, they have nice faces. The way their faces are set up on their bodies, it looks nice. They are handsome men. Sway Lee looks like a walking bobblehead. His head big as hell, bro. His head is big. And he's like... And his body like this. Is he he looks like a bobblehead. But, I'm just saying, like, objectively speaking, they have attractive faces. Like, they are conventionally attractive. Well, Sway Lee's not conventionally attractive, but Uzi is. He got a lot going on, cause pierces yeah. and shit like that. But like organically, like he just has a nice face. It's that simple. It's that simple. All right, man. <laughs> I don't know, G. You be you are short women always demand a lot. Like like I got friends that short. I got a friend that short. She like five one though. We's in high school. She ain't talked to nothing but basketball players, and she would tell you. Oh no, you you're not even tall enough to talk to me. And I'm looking at her like, gee, like you about two inches from legally being a midget, bro. Like you can't I don't know. You know how y'all be shrugging me, y'all just 
and then y'all be having the car. Like you, the nerve of you to barely be able to see over the steering wheel and demand that I gotta that I gotta dunk a basketball. I this is crazy. Over my steering wheel, just fine. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, I you, drove here with no problem. Do you have to lift the seat up? Uh, Toyota camera. Real nigga car. <laughs> Anything Japanese is gonna last a long time. So yeah, I'm all, I don't buy, I don't like American cars. No, I had a I had a crown I had a nigga car I had the Crown Vic, the white Crown Vic. Pulling gas up behind guzzling. people got us panicking and shit because we think you the dicks. I oh, know my little cousin used to skip school. My little nephew and them they used to be trying to skip school and shit. And they went to Phillips, and we'd be coming down 39th. I'd make a U-turn real fast, and the guy would hop out <laughs> on their ass. Everybody be like this in front of Baba's, like, <laughs> niggas would start running. He'd be like, man, don't do that, G. You, oh, make, no, you making it hot, G. <laughs> nah, man. But, hey, did y'all hear about this lady? This lady got shot at her gender reveal party, told the police she lost her baby, and, and she wasn't even pregnant. pregnant. How did she set that up? Like, she had to be a Chicago one. Did she play this scam is too amazing. She was white. So she could have been from anywhere. So she was, she, she was white. She knew she was going to get away with it. It was white, girl. Oh, well, you know. Try the trash. Yeah, well, we've all seen American Psycho. <laughs> this, the way reading that story, it sounded like the way, because what happened? She's at her gender reveal party. And I don't. Some niggas with masks on kick the dough in. They just they don't steal nothing. It's not a robbery. They just shoot that bitch up, and she got like hit in the leg, and then told the police she lost the baby. So the way it sounded to me was like she told she lied and said she was pregnant and took the shit too far and needed to find a way to get out of it because it wasn't gonna be no baby to show. Couldn't she just say she lost the baby? Like did she have to get take the shot in the leg? Because no, because say you lost it. Because she's look narcissistic people. Go above and beyond. And you know it's crazy. You had to think Can I tell you something? As a Virgo, I'm a, I'm a little narcissistic, but I wouldn't go that far. That's a little extreme. That I'm t- a but little, people do shit like that. That's a lot of extreme. I like I you look if you you have to hire some people to run in your house and shoot you. To stay from a robbery or not even that. So you could lose a baby that you lied about being pregnant. Per- yes, people do that. It's one like person died. Which is fucked up. Well, somebody That's how bad. Yes. Somebody died. Oh, she can go to jail. She can definitely go to she jail. Oh, she needs to. She. That sounds like she set that shit up. Like she just took that shit too far, yeah, trying yeah. to find a way to get out. Either of that or her baby daddy was a nigga that was a baby. What? Daddy. What baby? <laughs> her empty uterus thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thinking like. What the fuck would I do if I'm the alleged baby daddy, or this invisible baby, and the police tell me, oh, ma'am, you're not pregnant. I wonder how she decided what sex the child was going to be with. Like, when she was she sitting thinking, like, looking at everything like, it's a boy. <laughs> like, she was at home like, yeah, what I nigga, a boy. What, what, what man was just going, like, we ain't went to no doctor visits. Like, how did you get away with the doctor visits and all this shit? Women can do a lot. Women can yeah. do like, oh, don't come. I don't want to see you. I did it yesterday. You ever seen, it's this show that come on TV One called, I think it's Fatal Attraction. Attraction, yeah. One of them episodes of Fatal Attraction, this lady was fucking this married man, um, and she got pregnant. But she was not really pregnant. 
but she lied and said she was. So she was she lied to everybody, her family, to the man, to her friends. She just wanted to keep this man. So she lied and said she was pregnant. And she took this pregnancy, this fake pregnancy through the whole nine months. She was she had like fake pregnancy stomachs and everything. She was having Braxton Hicks contractions and everything. And when it came time to have the baby, that dude was not trying to fuck with her no more. And so when it came time to have the baby, she went to the hospital and kidnapped the fucking baby. Holy shit. Oh, I think I seen that one, G. That shit was crazy. That's when that story came out about the, her fake gender reveal party. That's why I instantly thought, like, it sounded like she set that shit up. Because I've seen some shit like that before. She went and stole God the fucking baby. She, no, I think what she did was she stole it and then was going to tell the man that she lost the baby. And I think she might have killed the baby. But she did some extreme shit. But she definitely went to the hospital and kidnapped the baby. Straight out of her mama's arms. Damn. She killed the mama. That's what she did. And took the baby. Oh, right, right, right. Because that's the one where the lady, the lady, the lady, the actual mother was having the baby. Yeah. And, and the, baby the baby died. The baby died. And she killed the and mama. Because she, she was stabbing the mama in the stomach. The mama was going in, about to go into labor. And she was stabbing the lady. And it was like lady. in the hospital parking lot or something. Yeah. And she was stabbing the lady in the stomach. It was crazy. God damn. People is. Oh, because she made up this lie about being pregnant. Like, just take a miscarriage if you're going to do all that. Yeah, I had a girl tell me she was pregnant, and now I look back and she told me she was mis she miscarried. I'm like, you weren't never pregnant then. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've had, I've had that exact situation. Yep. Like, you know, I might have been bullshit. Yep, and you know what? And then she told me she was pregnant, and I was about to go to the Navy at the time, and I had got a new girlfriend, and she was mad because I, I wasn't fucking with her no more. So then she told me she was pregnant. But shout out to my cousin Lexo, ran up on there in Walmart in DeKalb. And told her if you ain't got them abortion papers next time I see you, I'm beating your ass every time until you get them abortion papers. Because you're pregnant, right? And I was like, oh shit, that's why I love my cousins. You gotta call your you have to call your cousin to pull up. Man, stop getting these domestic abuse cases and all this. But don't call your cousin to pull up over no bullshit. Don't get your people locked up over some bullshit. And some real shit, like she cheat on you with your homie type deal, something crazy. Wait, she, she beating you up, throwing, trying to throw toasters in the water like then in, love, in between love and hate. Sometimes you got to call your cousins to pull up. You can't call your cousins to pull up on me because I fucked your friend. Like, what did you do to force me to fuck your friend? It's like, okay. That's, what, it's too fast. To what did, story. okay. What did Usher friend, do? What did Usher do? Uh, yeah, she right. You and I ain't calling no for woman. I ain't calling my cousin to come yeah, meet you up because you, you cheated. Did some shit. If I find out my girl was a hoe, then that's my fault because my girl was a hoe and you moved sleeping on. Sleeping with one man does not make me a hoe. Sleeping with, my, sleeping with my best friend. Does not make me yeah, a hoe. Yeah, it yeah. makes me a very crafty bitch. That's a synonym for hoe. She said it makes me a crafty bitch. That makes me a crafty bitch. I played that. <laughs> I did that on purpose. That don't make me a hoe. You just got got Oh my God! No, <laughs> yeah, but then I'm sitting there like, right? Okay, so Usher wasn't wrong. What did Tamika do? Usher to, has herpes. Stop. He, he's always. What did Tamika? What did Tamika make him do to cheat on her to contract herpes and sleep with her well, best friend? I, I, she obviously drove him away. No, she no, drove no, him no, to no. contract herpes. Tamika's the real villain. That man wanted to be with his wife forever. You cannot use Usher and Tamika as an example here because I, I think, think it's common knowledge that Tamika was a huge bitch. Yeah, yeah, they said she was like a horrible ass wife. They said she wife. was horrible. Because they said like Usher like really loved her, but she was older than Usher because she was his stylist. He liked older women. Yeah. 
And he damn near 40 himself. I don't know what that's Yeah, because that made me realize how old Chili Goofy ass is. And I was like, damn, oh, Chili. She is goofy. She is a goofy. She's a super goofy. But it's cool. Every time, you know, black people start talking about that all lives matter and get to talking about how black people police did cracking. their job. Oh, they skin, they skin start cracking like, oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful to watch them. It's beautiful to watch them age, G. Like, it'd be crazy. Like, but yeah, G, that shit crazy. But yeah, she drove Usher to cheat. She forced, or I think I'm going to name this episode, Tamika, Usher wife forced him to get herpes. Nah, the nigga who's fucking with herpes and not telling people get herpes. Nah, nah, that's real. Come out of, yeah. At the top, you're the worst that's, person that's, in the that's nigga. That's some super dirty shit. That's yeah. some... Um, no, I can't go. That made me... That You know what's crazy? The fact that Shorty... That's the shit to call your cousins over the That's the yeah. shit to call your yeah. cousins over the That, no. That, at that point, no. Nah, got the bill money ready. No. Nah, at that point, I'm calling a different set of cousins, and they come up with ski masks <laughs> and pistols. That that that's when you gotta call Ray right now. You call Keisha to come be the ass if she do some some, some great. But at that point, you've ruined my life. <laughs> and now, yeah, yeah, man. But that's crazy, G. But nah. But then, okay, y'all remember why we talking about musical things and people and music and stuff? Okay. Somebody tweeted and said, Return of the Mac is black folks don't stop believing. And I was like, you might be on to something. Think about it, G. Even though that song is about how a woman did the man dirty in. Hey, it, it's still a cold song. And now I'm back to, and now like I'm back to dogging. Look, I like, I like Return of the Mac, but uh, I just got to think about when motherfuckers sound whiny, I don't like it. And I don't mean like the voice. I mean like when they just sound. The, the words are, are kind of. I'm, I'm gonna go back out here and get on these hoes again. Like, yeah. Nigga, you are forty. Yeah. Return of the settling down. With the <laughs> night hoes on. Now at forty, when you single, you just gotta wife up whoever and whoever well, lasts whoever lasts past six months. You damn it, just gotta. Hey, that's hey, how you gotta do you it. Think, man, end up being a, probably a lot of divorced forty-year-olds out here. Looking for them a little, another 40 year old man. I bet, I bet yeah. some 40 y'all there doing well. Yeah, but you know, women, when y'all get divorced, when y'all, see, women, y'all be in y'all sexual prime when y'all 40. If, if, if I'm married and I get past 35 and we still married, ain't no divorce. You're not going to leave me. I'm on the tail. I'm, I'm out of my prime dick. Prime dick is over with at, at about 38 for me, about 35 for me. You and your prime pussy, and you going to leave me and go get a prime pussy to somebody. Fuck out of here. You gonna, whatever you want to do, we just going to have to sleep in separate rooms, but we married. This shit ain't going nowhere. You can't have no side niggas. Nope. Look, just because we still live here don't mean the prime pussy ain't getting put on somebody else. If I'm over the relationship, I'm over the relationship, and that's just what it is. We sleep in separate rooms, we clearly are roommates. No, nah, And I don't, I don't owe my roommate no loyalty. <laughs> or no pussy. <laughs> or so, no pussy. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like, at that point, I'm like, nah, you can't leave me. Women, y'all, y'all, y'all vaginas just work forever. Mm-hmm. Our shit don't work forever, unless we become like Russell Simmons and go vegan and do all that shit. We gotta do extreme shit for our shit to last past this prime. Y'all, y'all should just get better with age. Because if, if you already got the flame in your twenties, when you hit thirty, when you put it on niggas, this niggas don't have we. That's unfair. 
that shit unfair. It's like I brought a knife and you came out with a Draco and was like, oh. <laughs> like, it ain't shit I can do. Like, oh. that's unfair. It's just like, oh, I thought yeah, I was that's ready. That's when you gotta start getting a little, little frisky. Like, that's when niggas gotta start eating the booty, G. You gotta eat the booty when you're 30 something. When you're 35, when the prime dick era By over with, you, you gotta eat. You should have been perfected eating ass. No, like, but I'm saying. It started early. No, this is what I'm saying. When, you, when men hit like after 35, now I have to eat the ass like I eat pussy, which would make me mad because I can't, my dick no longer can give you the same pleasure it gave you 10 years ago. <laughs> so now I gotta eat y'all. I gotta do all this extra <laughs> freaky shit because that's, that's what you, I just gotta do it now. Yeah. Because because you're coming to the table with grade A, and I'm over here like, it's like you came to the house with weed, and I came, and I'm steady coming to the session with blunts for for the rest of this life. I'm coming to the session with blunts, and you got the you got the best weed. You got weeds and Snoop weed. Everybody gotta have their job, man. Man, I'm like, damn. And if your role is eating ass now, then that's just what it is. Best damn ass Man, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I guess I gotta, I just gotta fold. Like, we just gotta, gotta go on about our business, man. But now, okay, so I gotta ask y'all this. So, Young LA, remember Young LA? Y'all know who Young LA is. I know Young LA. Young LA is, because I be getting him mixed up with Roscoe Dash. Yeah, Roscoe Dash fake stuff. But Young LA is not. Yeah, he was okay. signing the T.I. and he was signing the Young okay. Drove. Which one of them is a lift drop? Man. Roscoe Dad's family okay. that was used in this car. Okay. We're not going to disrespect Roscoe. <laughs> no, I'm fussing with him. Go ahead. Hey, Young L.A. was ahead of his time, man. And I was a fucking boss. First of all, he had he had fire-ass mixtapes. Him and Young Drove had the black boy, white boy. I put that shit on. I put that as my Facebook signature for like two years straight. I was very childish. <laughs> my old social media is like, it's horrible. But... He had that, but niggas forget Futuristic Love with Rico Love. Oh, that was my that, shit. That shit is, <laughs> that shit forever up I don't care what nobody hey, talking about. Download that shit right now. That shit was, that shit was amazing, G. Everybody was like, dang, they go Vantasia Brother. Young Dro put Vantasia Brother on that song. He blew up, man. He should have really made it. Rico Love? Yeah. You know what? It's something about like when writers transition to being behind the microphone. It's like they'll peak and then just fizzle out. Like it happened with Carrie Hilson. It happened with Dream. Like it's just something. No, Carrie about Hilson did. Keep the momentum. No, going. Carrie Hilson tweaked. She dissed the one person you don't diss. You're right. You, you this Beyonce. You're right. And it was like, ooh, shit. Niggas was like, all right. Them saying that she was walking down the street and motherfuckers threw Beyonce albums at her. It's <laughs> the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. It really, Polo and Don sent her off a cliff. Polo and Don was hot. And told, they said it was like, yeah, he convinced her to record the disc record. And it never was supposed to get out. And it got leaked. And it was like, it's like, my nigga, you sent her off the cliff. Meanwhile, Polo and Don let, let your ass take the fall. And he kept... Recording hits, producing hits. Hold on, Don got fucking banged. Is he dead? No, he's still actively producing oh, songs. Oh, oh, but he do a lot. Up with Static Major, I always be thinking Polo Don. No, Static Major is like, and Static Major lives. He would be like, he would be like, man, he'd be the, the probably the in this era right now of music. Static Major would be would be fucking. It'd be fucking go. Like he he had that shit like. Speaking of early 2000s, I got to ask y'all. 
What's what's y'all top three, top five artists from the two thousands in the two thousands era? So I'm talking like I'm gonna include ninety nine because we fake gotta include because in ninety nine, I'm gonna say ninety nine to two thousand ten. Yeah. Favorite artists. Uh, so around that time, around the time like through middle school and high school, um, Destiny Child and Beyonce. I'm like Destiny fulfilled is one of my favorite albums. Like that is a really really good. Yeah, album. I forgot. You know, you be supporting mediocre, mediocre Michelle. Here you go, the Michelle slander. I was really fucking into T Pain. Oh, Who wasn't? T Pain is. T-Pain was amazing. We went to a concert, T-Pain, a free liquor event, and T-Pain performed for three hours. And you know what I did for three hours? I fucking danced for three hours. <laughs> you wonder, you be like, damn, I didn't realize he had this. You don't I realize, realize he had this many hits. And then you don't realize that the fact that you've been sitting here teed up for the last two and a half, three hours, and your feet hurting, but you like, fuck it, nigga, it's T-Pain. I also went through a Cherish phase. They only had, mm-hmm. I think, Oh, they made unappreciated. Yeah. Every time Kiki do something, I just send her that, and I'd be like, if she, I'd be like, man, I'm feeling real unappreciated right now. But the 2000s was like um, Atlanta trap music and like snap, snap. music. Yeah. The 2000s. Cam was pretty big too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dipset was my favorite. Dipset is oh. my favorite group of all time. My my absolute favorite artist during that time, like absolute favorite, like outside of Beyonce and Destiny's Child. Jewels. No, T.I. Oh yeah, during the two thousands, T.I. was the best. Him yeah. and Lil Wayne was really at the top, and it was like, all right, so who's? It was a point in time where for three years straight, T.I. was like the best rapper out, and you couldn't even deny it. Just the albums coming out, and it was they all over back, back, back. and it was all. Urban good. Legend is. Oh, Urban Legend hit everybody. Everybody forget, never scared, bone crushing. I will never forget T.I. said on Never Scared when he was like, I'll take your cookie. And next thing you know, I remember that shit came out. I was like, that whole summer was fire. Then they came out with a remix. Then like at the end of the summer, T.I. dropped Urban Legend. And I was like, oh, you got it, nigga. Because what that uh, rubber band man was on there? I that shit was on Need for Speed. I played Need for Speed. I played all the racing games. Rubber Band Man was on every video game that came out that year. Dude, you, I just remember hearing like everybody's car blasting Urban Legend. Like, yep. Everywhere you went, I remember being in school and outside at the uh, at, in gym playing softball and like just several cars passing us by blasting that shit. Like it was crazy. I had all, I had all of his albums though. Everything. And then when King dropped. The last T.I. album that I bought before I stopped I was... T.I. versus T.I.P.? No, Paper Trail. Paper Trail was a really good album. That was an underrated album. I went up Trail. I didn't buy nothing after that, but I had everything from I'm Serious to Paper Trail. You know what? T.I. really ain't never really had no bad albums. I didn't really like Beg for Mercy that much. It was... Yeah, that one was odd. Right. It was okay, but that's it was, like after, his worst. after coming off that streak like that, it was a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, it was hard. I mean, you can't keep that streak up, though, like... Because honestly, T.I. versus T.I.P., when that came out after King... I was obsessed with T.I. I didn't like that album. At first, I didn't... I loved it. I didn't like it at first. I didn't like it at first. I liked King a lot more. But it grew on me, because when I heard Dirt, and he's talking about... And that was like, yeah, Phil just got killed. T.I. on a rampage. He was going crazy. His homie had just got killed, man. 
your best friend. Then T.I. out here saving niggas from committing suicide. Once I found out he was doing that. Yeah, because what's the dude from the rock group? It was like a really big rock group. And T.I. was him and he's having a big country and Phil was smoking a blunt. And they was like, and they looked up and dude was finna jump off the thing. And T.I. was like, you sure you want to do that? And he said he was smoking. He said he offered him to hit the blunt. Like, just chill out. Relax. Hit this. Like, and he talked the nigga off, out killing himself. Like, I'm like, damn. Yeah, he could do no wrong. What did he do wrong? His wife, tiny eyes ruin their marriage. I'm sticking to that. If you wake up and somebody got nocturne, they got owl eyes. They got them fox, them, them. What happened to Tiny? I heard she used to be attractive. No, she had a stroke. She was beautiful. She had a stroke when she was like young, like, like during the, like right after escape, like right when she started messing with Ti when she was fine. She's not ugly, but. When she was like in her prime, she had a stroke. She had got sick and got a stroke, so that's why her face like looked a little weird. So. But if she did, she sound like it. Yeah, yeah. it do. But I'm gonna say in the 2000s, the worst, the worst shit I hated in the 2000s was uh, fucking Tiffany Evans "Promise Ring." I hated that fucking song. Okay. I love that song. <laughs> you probably only this. Y'all love y'all, but you know what? Women love getting y'all love buying y'all no, no, y'all I'm love fine. buying dreams. So hey, no, I don't fuck I'm, with promise rings. I thought when the song was popular, promise rings. Was I just like the song. Yeah, yeah promise rings was the thing. I wasn't a promise. Because that shit girl. came out in high school, and I remember I had just lost my virginity, but I knew the girl I lost my virginity to. I didn't want to be with because I was like, all right, that was horrible. And I know I was bad, and you're bad. We don't need to be bad together. I need to go get somebody who know. I don't want no more versions. After that, I'm like, nope. And I remember she was. I remember like she was like, yeah, I really like you. And that shit was on. She used to sing that shit. And I was like, yeah, you think this is going somewhere? It's really? definitely not going. So who are yours? Man, I told you. I think 2000s. I mean, I'll probably think early 2000s too. I'm thinking probably Kanye, Cam, and uh, Outkast. Okay. Yeah. Outcast was like the 90s, but in the 2000s, they run was like... They blew up in 2000. Like, I class Yeah, they blew out up. in the 90s, like Quimini and Southern Boys. Yeah, because 99... But 99... And then, uh... Then, uh... What's the double album they had? Uh, Love Below and Speaker yeah, Box. Yeah, and that shit just blew up. Brief reminder that Speaker Box was better than the Love Below. Yes, it was. That's a, and, and most people first of all in my mind can I tell you something speaker box was better honest, than people my get my husband was saying under 3000 shit was better because he was wearing suspenders but no <laughs> Andre 3000 just had bigger hits but everybody forget what was the song Big Boy had off speaker box the, uh, when you move. that shit was a box I love that song <laughs> nigga I used to be in the crib like this doing <laughs> all that shit stepping. right yeah but y'all know Rose was still the best one on that whole day no Rose Roses might be the best. No, the way you move was better than Roses. Nah, I like because Roses, roses was a head ass song. No, Roses. But roses was about a nigga who was mad at about because he couldn't like he couldn't pull her like. So you mad? So you mad? Because he couldn't pull her. Roses might have been a hurt nigga anthem, but I don't. It was care. a hurt nigga yeah. anthem. Because you know what? He so wanted a girl. You know why I love? You know why I fuck with Drake the most? Because he had a song where he was talking on more life. He, I love the fuckboy music is amazing. Drake has a song and in the verse he basically telling Serena Williams, "You bogus because you got married and you ain't wait for me." 
<laughs> and then I had to find out from your best friend that you was married. Damn, that's fucked up. I mean, yeah, they be putting that shit to fire the beats, but when you actually listen to the lyrics, she be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> And Rosie's is one of those songs. That shit used to go back then. But then I was listening to it as an no. adult. I was like, well, get this goofy shit out of here. Because <laughs> I was like, when when that double disc came out, I because Big Boy, I always liked Big Boy more than I like Andre 2000 anyway. I always thought Big Boy was... Because niggas, niggas really don't give Big Boy the credit. Don't get me wrong. Andre is fucking amazing. It was just Andre was so different. And he was saying some shit. Andre, it was the way Andre. I didn't get that different though until like Quim and I passed that. Like uh, before then, there was a lot more in common. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he started dating Badu, and then he kind of started. Yeah, she was. He started wearing Howard pants, and all of a sudden, everybody think he's the best rapper in the group. When I don't know. I think Big Boy's the better rapper, but I think Andre has the better flow. I think yeah, I think Andre might be a better artist. Yeah, overall, he might be a better artist, but Big Boy. I can't, but I tell people all the time, I can't make Andre 3000 better than Big Boy just off the strength of Andre don't have no solo albums. Big Boy solo albums are good. Are are really good. Some of them are really good. Sir Lucius Left Foot is really good. It was was good. It wasn't. What was that song? What was that single that came off the. Oh, um. I got the video in my. And Big Boy gave us. The Purple City All Stars. Uh, I'm on it. I be in it. Hey, hey, hey. He gave us I'll them niggas. Yeah, that, right. Yeah. All about that yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole song was about smoking perp. And that once I, I just want to go watch ATL. <laughs> like once I start, and Big Boy gave us Who's Your Caddy, which is a very underrated black comedy. That movie was so ignorantly like funny, man. That movie was funny, and it was crazy because it was like. It wasn't like no shit where you just seen black people acting like, acting out like, nah, but it was like classy, funny, like. Real talk, I thought I was the only person to see that movie. No, I love that right. movie. I went to that movie theater when that shit came out, nobody was in that bitch watching that movie. <laughs> nobody. Man. I'm in that dime. That shit come on Showtime like once a week. I, I be watching that shit all the time. Yeah, uh, on DVD. Yeah. So you I'm have a, a DVD player. Yeah. I'm going to say my top five of the 2000s, I'm going to just include Cameron and Dipset as all one. That includes everybody in there. I'm going to say T-Pain, of course. Mm-hmm. Wayne Run in the 2000s is yeah. unmatched. Because, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, them mixtapes. Wayne had a mixtape coming out every month. And niggas knew the words. With niggas, if you did, if the Wayne shit came out when, Monday, and you ain't know the words to every song on that bitch by Wednesday, you was a goofy. And there wasn't no way around it. You couldn't. Niggas would be in the car and niggas would be like looking at you funny like, you don't know that shit, G? That, I'm going to say, um, oh shit, I just forgot who I was trying to say. Oh, I'm going to say, uh, motherfucker, I said T-Pain, Wayne, Cameron, Dipset, and all of them. Um, in the early, two, in the 2000s, 2000s. It was somebody, oh, Gucci. I can't forget Gucci. Gucci definitely in my, Gucci came out in the 2000s. Yeah. EA Sports mixtape. First mixtape. That shit came out. I remember that. That shit came out the summer of 05. We I, moved over east. And my child, my nigga Corey, he put me on. Because I used to say Gucci was weak. And I heard that shit. And I was like. See, I remember. Because you start, you start coming to school blasting jewelry. I was like, this shit That's weak. my favorite and song. Back, and now I was like, okay, Gucci is shit. That's my favorite Gucci song ever. 
Gucci always been talking that fly stun shit. That nigga literally said, this ain't even half my jury. The nigga said, bought my auntie some purses. When niggas trap, niggas start talking about buying their auntie purses. You know they really selling dope. <laughs> and, yep. Oh, and I, I gotta say Jeezy. Jeezy. Jeezy had a solid run, yeah. Cause Can't Be in the Snowman tape. And I was in middle school and I had a snowman shirt and I went to an all white school. I went to a majority white school and I almost got suspended because I, the teacher told me not to wear it and I wore the bitch the next. I wore I had a white one and I wore a black one to school the next day. <laughs> and my nigga, the teacher called my mama and told my mama he can't wear them to school no more. And I remember my mama made me like throw them away. She made me, she threw them out and I was pissed. I need to go get me a snowman shirt. G's got the bitches on sale now. I'm about to go get me a snowman shirt. <laughs> For culture. For the culture, G. But yeah, that Jeezy man, that run was crazy. And he had a classic album there too. Yeah. So it, it's solidified. Thug Motivation 101, 102. 102 was cold. Cold too. 103 wasn't that bad. Recession was, I hated the recession when it first came out, but now I go back and look, I'm like, recession wasn't that bad. I like 103 more than I like recession. Yeah, I think the recession, his worst album though. Nah. That shit, that other shit he had, he had one album that was just the one that came out before this one. Oh, I seen it all. I hate that fucking album. That album terrible. Cause the nigga talked all that shit like yeah, the statue of limitations up. I can talk about the BMF shit. And he got on the album and didn't talk about the BMF shit. Nigga, you wasn't stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nigga, tell me how you and me just sitting there with them with the bricks. There's a lot of things they did that have no statue of limitations. Yes, this is true. So I'm like, man, tell me about them times you was in there with Meech with the bricks, G. I don't want to hear about the regular Coke raps from Jeezy. No, no, no. No, I got to throw the clips in there too as an honorary mention. Because the clips, can't nobody talk about cocaine like my boys Pusha T and Malice, G. My, my homie just said the other day, he had me rolling. He said, he was like, yeah, I heard the, we was talking about the Cali album. He was like, the best song on there is the Pusha T and Jada kiss, the good man song. He's like, I sat there and I listened to it and I was like, damn, G. Pusha T really makes me think there's really an unlimited supply of cocaine. Because how much coke can this nigga sell on this? He can, yeah, he, I'm like, damn, this nigga can sell. He's like, and my other one was like, nah, I'm tired of that shit, G. Like, how much coke can one nigga sell, G? I'm tired of, I, we know you're not, we, we get it. You was really with it. Or nah, before we get up out of here, you got to talk about one, you got to talk about this TV show, man. Niggas gotta start respecting the nanny, bro. The nanny didn't get enough credit, bro. The nanny was a great show. Fran Dresser was the, probably the only white woman I was attracted to as a kid. I agree with both those. I can't watch it now, bro. I used to watch it as a kid every night on Nicky Night, and this shit was going cold. I tried watching it like a couple weeks ago. This shit was real trash. I'm gonna try watching it now and see if I can sit through it. Her fucking wardrobe is fire, and I got the perfect body for it. <laughs> I need, I need her whole class. Somebody tweeted the other day that was like, she is the, she's the white Pamela James. And I was like, wow, hun, Pam was getting fits off in the <laughs> I was like, damn, like, yeah. But a lot of like the 90s show, like the nanny, like I still, like I still watch Will and Grace. I'm very classy. I'll definitely roll, I'll definitely roll me a blunt and have me an IPA and watch. When I work, when I used to work really? before the 12, a nigga on Fridays when I got off at noon, it's a, on Wii TV, they play Will and Grace. Nigga, I went and got packs of IPAs, go get me some weed, roll a weed, and sit in my room and smoke blunts and watch, and drink IPAs and watch Will and Grace. I've never seen one episode of Will and Grace. Will and Grace is really funny, but my favorite white 90s sitcom is Frasier. Oh, Frasier was 
Third Rock from the Sun was good. Oh yeah, I forgot about damn. That show was funny. Yeah, yeah, that show was funny, G. I forgot about that show. Damn. White asshole. Yep. And then I'm like, I'm seeing um the uh, what other white shows was? What was that show? What's the show with David Spade? Um, uh, when he worked at the magazine company? Yeah. Fuck. Spin City? No. Yeah. Was that Spin City? Was that Spin City? No. It wasn't, that wasn't the name of it, but I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And he had the old boss. Yeah, uh, and his daughter worked for them and said, Yo, Damn. I really thought I was the only person who watched that show too. No, that, that shit was going. I, didn't, I know what y'all talking about, but I didn't like that show. Oh, my God. Can you look that up? You be, you be, oh my god! Shocking mind shows you to watch it just because it's on late night. Man. And watching late night TV, like as a kid, you gotta think about like how many times you was just up when you wasn't supposed to be up. You was just watching whatever was on TV. Just no. shoot me. That's amazing. Just shoot me. That show was amazing. I didn't like that. You didn't like that show? It wasn't that bad. The nineties. That's like the golden era of TV, man. Nah, no, there. but now it's getting. This is like a second yeah, coming. Um, a sitcom. Yeah. Now we had to go in there at TV, like all of this shit. Yeah, because back then, man. Look, I missed. Uh, wait, what's today? Today's Saturday. Okay, I missed none yet. Tomorrow, though, I got shit to do. So, speaking of Golden Age TV, Game of Thrones and Insecure. You watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Ooh, shut yeah, up, my nigga. But Insecure come back tomorrow. I, oh, yeah. Insecure coming oh. back tomorrow. Yeah. I know people that's having watch parties for Insecure. I done got invited to like three watch parties. Hey, put me on. I'm trying to go in there. Damn. It depends. I got a damn graduation party to go to. <laughs> it's on a boat and shit. Uh, I'll show this to Power come yeah. on tomorrow, but see Power now they come on tonight at midnight. Yeah, actually, actually if, you, <laughs> if, hey, if, you, if real niggas know, shout out to Fifty for being ahead of the curve. It was like you know what, because you know they they the second highest rated TV show on cable after Game of Thrones. Yeah, they far behind Game of Thrones. No, nah, they said they 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 you well, they're not getting sixteen million no, viewers. Game of Thrones one of most watched television shows of all time. Yeah, because they getting like Game of Thrones getting anywhere from like. 14 to 5 to 16 million viewers a week. And, and that's all people. Because Powell actually, getting like 8 to 10. And that's all people actually watching. I bet it's like way more streams. Oh, hell yeah. Because, man, what else, man, what else was a good TV show, man, in the 90s? Like, like underrated TV shows. And you know, I'm always going to throw Moesha in there. That's the most underrated TV I love show. I didn't I did even realize Moesha came out in 94. I was four, and I'm sitting here like, damn, I remember watching Moesha. I probably didn't understand what the like. And now that I'm older, and I look at and I look at Moesha, like a lot of like a lot of like the scene. You know how they had like the little scene cuts where it'd be like random people, like unknown people, but they doing something, and yeah. then the next scene is. I was like, damn, they was really like just foreshadowing the whole episode to you in them little random scenes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that, that was fucking genius. Like, and then whoever was writing that shit, that shit was funny, G. That shit was hilarious, G. The fact that Hakeem was coming in their house every morning and calling them a different uh, family from TV every time <laughs> was fucking hilarious, G. Uh, this is not a 90s show, early 2000s. But I feel like motherfuckers don't respect one on one the way that they should. One on one was really good, G. Especially for its time. 
Disrespect freestyle unity. Don't like it. Hate it. Hate freestyle it. unity. I don't like the Parkers. The Parkers was so lit. A lot of people and like Dale. Dale. I don't like the Parkers. You got and hey, Dale. R.I.P. and Dale. Yeah. I miss her dearly, but I cannot fuck with that show. I just don't. Freestyle like Freestyle unity. I, I Big booty like Stevie. It. Stevie was thick as hell, <laughs> but I just don't like it. Stevie was thick as hell. I just. I We've yet to see a white woman on MTV as thick as Stevie. We gotta remember that. Stevie from the Parkers might be might be the only white woman. He was like, damn, you really, your dead, somebody along the line is black in your family. I don't know where it is, <laughs> but you inherited some, some great, some great genes. What was one more? What's another one? Um, the Hughleys. Yeah. The Hughleys like was funny. Okay. I don't find D.O. Hughley particularly funny. That's what it is. I don't but like D.O. Hughley, but I like his the show. The show, he yeah. was funny on his show. Like, in TV shows, he's funny. His show was funny. The Wayans not. Brothers. You know niggas like to disrespect Marlon. I was told the Wayans Brothers is funnier as an adult because it's a lot of cultural references that make it funny. Yeah, it's the Black Seinfeld. So, I'm going to try to watch it again and see because I didn't like yeah. it. Cause it yeah, because when we younger, we don't understand. We don't know. Like, I was watching it the other, like last night I was watching it. And Pops, and they uh, they they was, they was got mad at Pops. And they did something. And Pops was like, what are y'all trying to be? The Menendez brothers? And I'm like, damn, the Menendez brothers killed their parents. I'm like, this nigga, these niggas was funny, G. Like, that shit is like the black Seinfeld. Because, like, as a kid, I didn't understand Seinfeld. But when I got old, I'm like, it's a lot of cultural references in Seinfeld. you like... Oh shit, like Seinfeld was really hilarious. I wanna say all that, but now, it was G and Jerry Seinfeld wore so all the mics. Seinfeld funny. Yeah, and he wore Jerry all Seinfeld had a mean ass shoe guy. Yeah, he wore all the mics. I ain't fucking Marlon had Marlon might have had one of Marlon had a top five shoe game. Cause Marlon had the Jordans, but he also had all the throwback Nikes. Marlon, Cole, Tommy, and Martin's shoe game was crazy. I'm Martin, I don't think Martin's shoe game was that. He mostly, he wore 14s more than he wore anything. Yeah, he did wear a lot of 14s. He wore a bunch of 7s too. too yeah. He, had, he had a lot of them rappers. nines on. But Cole, Cole had the best shoe game out of everybody on Martin. Cole, Jim, Cole had the Barclays, the Pennies. Y'all know who had the undercover shoe game? 
Corey Matthews. Oh yeah, Corey Matthews. Corey Matthews. <laughs> he had yeah. all the Jordans. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Corey Matthews had all the Jordans, G. And then you got to remember, fucking Sean had all the Nikes. I guess that was like the thing, like the kids, and that like that's what Nike was genius at. Like that's when I think about like well, Michael Jordan had white people ass. wearing. When you got white people in middle of it and like mainstream white people rocking your shit. Because Corey Matthews didn't wear shit but Jordans. With the motherfucking khakis and... <laughs> the big and ass pants. <laughs> them them uh, lumberjack shirts and shit. That shit was crazy, G. But yeah, man, we about to get up out of here. Um, make sure y'all use the hashtag Rico's Playhouse. Y'all tweet about the podcast. Make sure y'all tweet Minnie. She is the G. She is my co-host for the next few weeks. Make sure y'all tweet her. XOXOX Mini. And please tweet her about not liking the parkers. I, I really need y'all to send her. Don't tweet me about that. And I need y'all to also tweet her about uh, co-signing Michelle. Michelle with Latoya when that was Latoya's spot, but we gonna chill. Matthew tweaked on that one. Should have kept Latoya. <laughs> I like Latoya. It didn't matter in the end anyway. Yeah, he could. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't keep his. He couldn't stay. He couldn't get out of his own way. But yeah, uh, we about to get up out of here, man. Make sure y'all use the hashtag again. I want to thank everybody for coming out uh, last night. Well, this will be out Monday, so coming out Friday for the uh, one year anniversary. Appreciate the support. Thank y'all. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my to my homegirl Sierra. Uh, I'm officially a part of her marketing brand and she managed me now. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be having, like, working on sponsorships, getting y'all discounts on shit. But y'all got to, you know, tweet and do all that shit so I can get y'all the discount so niggas know that y'all actually listen. Shout out to everybody internationally listening, uh, especially um, the people in South Africa, especially all y'all. It's a lot of y'all that listen to South Africa. Thank y'all. And uh, yeah, it's fuck my exes and I'm out. <laughs>